Hey guys, and welcome back to the welcome breakdown. Back. I'm breakdown. Luke. <laughs> I'm Kurt. Or is it King Kurt? I, I would like King Kurt. I like the alliteration. Yeah, KK is cool. I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you be, KL? KL? What's up, KL? Good to see What's you up? today. Great to see you guys. Uh, not, not we don't see you, but I'm glad you're here. You're joining us tonight. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think we're feeling a little maybe befuddled with these crowns on, but uh, I know Pastor Zach was talking about kind of referencing one of Pastor John's messages, like the only reason we have crowns in heaven is for what? To Cast, throw them yeah, at the feet, at the feet of, Jesus. of Jesus. So, that's so in much... that spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're oh, glad that's over tonight. That's good. That's, that's good. good. Um, so just before we start, we have a few announcements, a lot of fun things, cool yes, things happening really here cool. at the church. So this Saturday, men, uh, we have the I'm In conference. It is still not too late to sign up. You can also just probably show up, sign up that day. Um, that's at hpc.church to register. Yep. And uh, we want to remind you that service times change this upcoming Sunday. So 8.30 and 11 a.m. So make sure you mark your calendar and plan on being here. Can't wait. Get up early. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who are you kidding? I know. Um, and then we also have the Sweetbreads uh, sign up. If you want to <laughs> sign up to help with that project to give a Sweetbread to every home in Swansea. Wow. Um, we especially need drivers for that. So again, hpc.church. Yeah, I think this up. is a really amazing concept. I kind of came in today and in one of our back rooms at the church, we have just a map of Swansea up there. And I thought, wow, this is not only is this really happening, but this mm -hmm. is going to be really powerful. And if you can't get out there and you can't help us pack or you can't drive, you can definitely be praying right from where mm -hmm. you are. You know, this is yeah. not uh, I love that Pastor Zach has been bringing up like this is not just some flippant event or something to get people right, or, right. or a gimmick or a mm -hmm. scam. This is literally an opportunity. We sought the Lord and here's what he wants us to do. And I keep thinking about the feeding of the 5,000. 5, so, I don't know. Yeah. Pretty cool. It is really cool. Um, this is the then, sad one. Yeah. We're, we're kind of very sad to let you know about this. I mean, I guess it depends on who you ask. Yeah. But... I think all the women are yeah. probably really, really happy. Yeah. Um, although I did get, there we go, a little uh -huh. ode to where we all started yeah. several, several days ago. Several and, days. um, I think we all look pretty good now. Actually, you know what we're going to have to do? Before next week, we're going to have to take a picture because uh, these will all be gone mm. next week, which my daughter actually said, Dad, I don't want you to get rid of your mustache. And I was like, see, see, honey, see. Yep. <laughs> and you and I have both started yeah, preparing the for the, the transition. That's it. The rest of it grows out. So um, you, know what I, mustache you know what I'm sad about? We didn't get Haley to get the the plastic mustache or the or the, the foam one. I really feel like we should have done that. Maybe we could just paint a little, do a little Groucho Marx, you know? For I, everybody I who was knows advocating Marx. that. Yeah, I think it would be a good idea. So, wow. So here we are. It's a, It's been an amazing season to get into the breakdown and to really talk about what God is doing. So maybe you make your dinner and then you just come over and just sit right down and, and enjoy in the house. You're eating dinner and you're watching the breakdown. But we love to connect with you. And we just really want to commit this time to the Lord right now. So we're going to pray and just trust him for our time together. Thanks. Father, we give this evening to you, this 30, 35 minutes. We thank you that you have gone before us. Thank you for the word that you brought forth on Sunday. Thank you that even though we may be in the last days, we actually don't have to be afraid. We can trust you that you are for us and not against us. And as we rest in your spirit, you lead us by your spirit. And so we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, Luke, I think a lot of people can easily get scared when we start talking about end times. There's always a couple things that come up. People are, are anxious, you know, especially if we're lovers of or if we're content in the life that we live. 
And the more that we get a kingdom perspective, the more we realize this is such a short season. Yes. Anyways, yes. you know, eternity is really, it's an amazing concept that we can't understand, but this is just a tiny, itty little blip. Mm. And if we get that kingdom mindset, then we right. begin to understand, hey, like I'm gonna just live in a way to honor the Lord now. And yes, there's reward. We talk about the crowns, but there's an eternity with Jesus and everyone I love who has made Jesus their Lord. So there's no need to fear. No. We talked about that last week. I know. I you know. know. It, it really is amazing. And then the other thing that comes up, I think, is is it pre-trib? Is it mid-trib? Is it post? Yeah. And, you know, I think those are such minor issues with where we are right now. I, I used to work for Morningstar Christian Bookstore, and we had an entire section on eschatology. And it's like, you know, you can study the end times till you're blue in the face, but you're right. going to meet many different people who have many different concepts and beliefs. And Jesus said, even the Son of Man doesn't know when the return will be, but the Father has that to himself. Right, so we right. just keep our eyes fixed Absolutely. on Jesus. Yeah, and like, I don't think that those are bad things to research. No, I think it not. can be fun in it, their it proper can. perspective. It's fun to speculate because, you know, our God is exciting and yes. he is coming back and he does give us these clues. That's so good. As long as we don't get lost, Luke. Right. I think that this is the problem sometimes. It's just sometimes we can get lost. I used to, one of the founding pastors in this area said, you know, are you so bored with Jesus? that you've gotten off onto something oh, new or something man. else. So I, I think like, you know, it's great. We can research, we can get excited, but let's not get lost in those things, right. right? Absolutely, absolutely. Because we are supposed to be about the kingdom mindset. Yeah, which is now. Which is now. Which is in our midst and within us. Within us. Yeah. And you know, I thought was so cool. Um, and I just wanna, before I, I you know go into this, I just wanna say, when you are in church, really try mm. to pay attention to what is the thread that's happening through worship, through the words that are shared, through the message? Also, what's what's how does what's happening tie into my life? Because this week and last week, it was very apparent how the worship and the words that were shared they all tied in with the message. Yeah, and you know we you know we did a whole um, talk for four weeks about the King's Academy, and that that principle still. It plays out. God has a curriculum for each of us individually mm. and also a curriculum for us as the church, an area, and the global church. And it was just so beautiful to me on Monday and, and Tuesday. I was reflecting. I was like, wow. Yeah. All this stuff came together. So like what happened in, in worship? Dave Andre got up and he was talking about how, you know, like when we challenge people to, you know, think to a time of like, you know, where was Jesus in that situation? It can be like, I don't. I don't know how he was there. How was he there? Like there's, I can think of lots of times where he wasn't there, but you know, the challenge was he is there. Mm -hmm. Surrender that to him, yield that to him, make room for him. And he'll show you that he was there in yeah. a way that you couldn't understand at the time. And he has to he use an illustration of teaching you Chinese. Yeah, He's there. Yeah. And it's in a way that you, you will understand when he shows you. And what that is, is basically that's the kingdom coming into your life. Mm -hmm. That's that's you giving every aspect of yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, yielding that all to God so that he can have, he can be the Lord, he can be the king, he can be the ruler yeah. of every part of your life. That's the kingdom coming within you. Yeah. 
That's so good. You know, Luke, I want to say too, just pausing real quick on that moment with with Dave, you know, one of our elders and really having that prophetic voice, getting up and talking about, you know, hearing or trying to hear God, but only hearing Chinese, a language we don't understand. Now, it could be any language, plug in, it doesn't matter. What he was communicating is that if there's a language we don't understand, we have to learn to understand yes. it. And I think that that's really, really important. Don't miss the point of what was being brought forth. Mm. It's not about a particular language, it's about if God is saying something and I need need to hear from him. I need to be sensitive enough to learn what he's saying and how right. he's communicating it. Right. And one of the ways that we know how and God it's a speaks, process. It is. It's a process. It is. And one of the ways we know how God speaks is to know his word and mm. to read through the word and to see how Jesus is communicating the heart of the father, because then we know how we're going to hear from the father. So I really love this concept about being in our midst and the yielding. And it's so right. important. And then, and then Nikki Patricio got up and she mm. gave um, her, she shared her testimony, which was, it was very gripping oh, for me. Oh, gee, yeah. Um, and even when I went back and listened to it, it still, it still hits hard. Powerful. You know, it's because it's not easy. It's, it can be easy to, I think, to teach about these things and to share concepts, but living it out is a completely different story. You know, we were, we were talking earlier yeah. about how perseverance, we talk about perseverance usually after, after the fact, after. after we get through the situation. Yeah, it's on the back end. Right. Yeah. And it, it's like, I persevered or we, you need to persevere. Yeah. But when you're in it, oh, gee. you're like, this is, that's the last thing yeah. I can do. Like, I don't feel like I have strength to persevere. Yeah. You know, and I think that's interesting too. One of the scriptures that I absolutely love is communicated in the New Testament. It says, though we are faithless, yet he remains faithful. And so this concept of perseverance isn't me mustering up all the strength that I have. It's me leaning in. Mm. It's me pressing in. Yes. It's me relying upon the Lord through the Holy Spirit to really be that comfort and that guide. And all of a sudden, like Nikki was sharing, you come to this place and you're like, wow, then you're looking back. Right. And now you're seeing, like David said, I was young, now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Right. And it's not that God caused the bad thing in her life. It's not that God caused the miscarriages. It's not right. that, that God, <clears throat> that, that is not God, but God was there. Yes. And, and he communicates that you know, to each of us in a special way. I want to say too, you're bringing up this this point on yielding, which seems to come up all the time at our church. I think that it is really a gift to understand finding Jesus in the moment. You know, I was meditating on this this morning. Jesus hung on the cross and he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, uttering the words that David penned and probably David said, and we read them. And while we can feel forsaken, it is actually impossible for God to forsake us. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Because he turned his back on Jesus, he can't forsake us. So for that concept then, this is where yielding comes in. Wait a minute, in the darkest moments of my life, in the most painful areas, Jesus was there? Mm -hmm. So to have that moment and to walk through a yield and say, okay, Lord, I'm gonna look for you in this dark moment. I'm gonna look for you in this point of shame, in this point of brokenness, when I thought I was absolutely alone. And where were you? And for those of us who have had those healing moments, it is transformational. Mm -hmm. and, and if this is bringing up some things for you, maybe you haven't gone through this process yeah. or maybe you don't fully understand it. Uh, maybe you're in the place where you're like, mm -hmm. how can they be talking about God being in these bad situations? Like, I don't feel like he's there for me. I'm in a bad situation now. Or you can list off like lists, laundry lists oh, of yeah. times where you have felt alone, abused. 
um, please contact the church so we can we can put you in contact with some of the pastoral team that can help you with walk through that. Absolutely. And even some of the yielding that we do, what you do is just email HP dash cg a uh, freedom rather freedom at hp dash cg.org if you send an email there or just go onto our website look for the freedom center we can get you plugged in it's really beautiful mm-hmm. you know one of the things i think that god is really using hpc to do is to bring a level of understanding of soul work mm-hmm. our spirit's been born again it's eternally sealed but we still have a soul, mind, will, and emotions, right? right. And we still got a body we're carrying right. around. Right. So what do we do with these two? And this is where we come to the sermon because it's all about yeah. um, having your eyes fixed yes. on the true kingdom mm-hmm. and allowing the kingdom to take root in you yeah. so that you are ready when the king returns. It's so good. So we are looking for his coming. And um, I'll just tell you right now, I, I need to hear a little lightning. I got to have some more lightning. And so hopefully we can get some of that. There it is yes. right there. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. I guess we don't hear lightning. We hear thunder. So that may have been the confusion. But, you know, um, Pastor we Zach, re- we see lightning. And, and reading through this passage in Luke 17 about Jesus saying how the lightning flashes. And, you know, we don't need to reteach that concept. But there were some great things that came out of this. And you know, we were discussing that lightning doesn't just happen. There's a buildup in the atmosphere. And so as we were kind of praying through this and talking about this and and thinking about what Pastor Zach was communicating, you have up in the heavenlies, right? You have in this atmosphere and within these clouds, a charge that's happening. And then that is looking for a conductor, a receiver right here on earth. And of course, Pastor Zach brought up, if you've been struck once, it's more likely to be struck again because what's there has been broken off and you're now a better receptor, you know? Um, so if we become those conductors, but before that, there's a stirring in the heavenlies and there's a stirring within us. Yep. Two opposite charges. Two opposite. That then break down the insular properties of the air. And applying that spiritually, it's as we fix our, our eyes on God and we, we pursue him, there is that buildup and then it's like the lightning strikes. But we, we get so caught up with oh, yeah. the lightning part of it. But it's like, no, it's the charge. Yeah, it's it, the building of charges. <laughs> it reaches a breaking point. Oh, it really does. And it has to be released. And and this coincides with, uh, I believe it's Second Chronicles 16, 9. One of my all-time favorite passages. I'll quote it. If it's wrong, we'll just look it up. But the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. And he is looking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. So if we are here on this earth and we're not just so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good, but we have a buildup, we have a groundswell, we have a swirl, you know, this swirling inside of our hearts and spirits, a desire to know the Lord more. He's already in the heavenlies looking for that. Right. And I love that, you know, Zach just wasn't focused on, you know, the lightning flashing like Jesus returning and gathering his bride, but actually what happens, you know, I, I just think this is absolutely amazing. So it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, so I want one of the things that I wanted to bring up here that I was discussing with you, Luke, is that um, I really saw a breakdown point that I wanted to pause a few moments tonight and just talk about and, and say, you know, there's this passage in the book of Daniel and Daniel sets his face to seek the Lord and Daniel begins to pray. And we read this in Daniel chapter 10. And one of the things I wanted to say tonight and looking at your prayer, I know that there's so many different areas, but if we could pause for a moment and just talk about your prayer life. Jesus actually says, ask, seek and knock. And the implication is to keep asking, keep seeking and keep knocking. So God is not going to withhold from us. But sometimes in those heavenly places, 
there are forces that are keeping back even the gift that God is sending. Mm. We actually see this take place in the book of Daniel. So this is what was resonating with me right. on Sunday. So in your prayer life, to keep praying, to keep asking, to keep seeking, to keep knocking and trusting that God will answer. So in Daniel chapter 10 and verses 12 and 13, the angel actually says, do not be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart on understanding this and on humbling yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come in response to your words. This is an angel speaking to Daniel, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia, Pastor Zach was saying on Sunday, the prince of the power of the air, right? right withstanding me for 21 days, then behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, or we might say archangels, came to help me, for I had been left there with the kings of Persia. Mm. And so I just look at this, and this was so transformational in my own life. Let's not stop praying. Let's keep pressing and let's keep trusting God for that breakthrough right. because that breakthrough is coming. Just like that lightning's flashing, God is looking for that conductor on Right, right. Yeah. And that's and that's where I, I you know, I wanna I wanna um just emphasize the point is, you know, when we when we come to Christ, yeah, his he comes with our spirit is now in him. Mm -hmm. And so he conveys us from the kingdom of darkness into, into his marvelous light. We yeah. are seated with Christ in heavenly places. So in that sense, we are in his kingdom. Yes. We are sealed. We are sealed for, for salvation, but his kingdom taking root within us because we operate in a world, we operate in a physical world and we battle Satan who is the ruler of the air. And so the kingdom coming into us that's like, that's, you know, becoming manifest. That's where the yielding and the spiritual cleanup happens. Yes. Because Satan doesn't want us. He he doesn't want us to get cleaned up. He wants us to stay in darkness. He wants us to believe lies. Yep. He wants us to stay corrupted. Yeah. He wants to destroy. He wants to corrupt what God is creating in us. Yeah. That's so good. You know, so we have the kingdom taking root inside of us. And, and then we move on to what Pastor Zach was talking about. Reading through this passage in Luke 17, we see where Pastor Zach begins to bring us. And, you know, Jesus is teaching here that two are going to be out in the field and one's going to be taken and the other's going to be left. Two are going to be, you know, working at the mill with the grinding and one's going to be taking and the other's going to be left. Two are going to be in the same bed. This, this is the real yeah. breathtaking yeah. one that you could be right there with somebody whom you know and love and have been keeping warm with all these years and they're gone and i think that this is where the fear can easily creep in i don't think any one of us should be like oh am i actually really saved right. you know romans 8 teaches us that the spirit of god bears witness with our mm -hmm. spirit that we're the sons of god and we right. cry out abba father so but there really is this like wow we should have a burning desire we should have a passion not just for producing notches on our belt, not just for bringing people to the great church to hear the man. Right. I keep telling people those days are over. You know, come to my church and see see the man or come to my church and hear. No, you as a follower of Christ, I mean, you can be sharing the good news with the people in your household, with the people you're working with right. in your everyday life. Right. And I think that that's, you know, this passage really should um propel our, our evangelism and and shift our thought our thinking on evangelism mm -hmm. i know when i hear the word evangelism especially growing up it was yeah. like, oh there's gonna be like a, yeah. a speaker's gonna come in and maybe you invite like some unsaved friends or maybe saved friends and then you know they say the sinner's prayer again you right. know like just to make sure you know right like you tend to think of these crowd 
things. Well, but that's, or I think programmatic. I right. think we're going to go out and hit the Let's streets. Bring in, bring, yeah. yeah, who do we bring in? Yeah. yeah, who do we pass out these tracks to? Yes, yes. But this passage is, these are the people who are close to you. So good. So we should not neglect the harvest field that is right within our own homes, yep. our places of work, our friends. Like those are the people that, that Christ has called you to. And, and Christ relates to us in a personal way. Yeah. You know, the kingdom is in oh, us. Oh, that's so good. And toss, you know, within your very souls. So I am to now relate to people in a personal way to bring them to Christ so that Christ can invade their very soul. That's so good. And you know, there is a place, right, for preaching on the street corner. There's mm -hmm. a place for preaching of the gospel. We see this in the New Testament. It's why we have churches. Mm -hmm. It's There's a place for that. But really, there's also a place for something that we probably have been neglecting, and right. it's lifestyle evangelism. Right. To have the care and the concern for those who are around us all the time, mm -hmm. to not be afraid or ashamed. And I've been talking to a number of people and hearing that they've been saying, wow, like people are just more open now with since COVID and yeah. since the shutdowns and people are open. They're aware that something's wrong. There's things stirring, the rumors of war. Yeah. And so with that openness, we should be not seizing the opportunity for the sake of another notch on our belt or one in the kingdom. No, it's for another relationship <laughs> and not just relationship for Christ, but a relationship for you. Yes. It's a relationship for you. Yes. So good. That's so good. And this is where Pastor Zach was saying, you know, hey, if you got a textbook on home, if you got a textbook at home on evangelism, go ahead and chuck it out. And and you know we want to say obviously, Pastor Zach is not saying there's nothing good that's been written. What he's saying is it's not a textbook practice. No. It, there's principles that are applicable, absolutely. But what is it? He called it the art of evangelism. Right. You know, and when you live with somebody, when you're sleeping in the same bed with somebody, you probably don't need a textbook to communicate what you really need. Is the fruit of the spirit, right? Love, and, joy, peace, patience. Right. You know, <laughs> and you know, and the Holy Spirit is is trying to woo that person as well. Yes. So it's never really on us. We yeah. cooperate with the Holy Spirit, and and you know, the Holy Spirit is in us. So we we listen, and we 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 act out in obedience. Yeah, you know, radical obedience to step into that person's life and just share. You know, as we're led by the Holy Spirit, trusting that the Holy Spirit is the one who's going to, you know, take our our simple, maybe, you know, not smooth language and, and use it to communicate to their soul. Mm. You know, you've been doing such a great job here, Luke, talking and bringing us back to the point that the kingdom is within, the kingdom mm -hmm. is in our midst. And then that should be an outworking to those around us. Yeah. And then there's still something within us, right, that longs for and desires Big signs. We right. want to see something big. Of course big. we do. We want to see something extravagant. Of course we do, because we're, we're narcissistic humans. <laughs> <laughs> we want to feel seen, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, we. I think it's interesting that, you know, we were dialoguing and talking earlier, and, and Jesus is saying, hey, there's not going to be another sign given to you other than the sign of the prophet Jonah, which was totally missed. And there were so many things right. that Jesus was saying. These are all signs. You know, you need to discern the times, but we're looking for something bigger, just like the Pharisees, the Sadducees and the lawyers. They were looking for something bigger and different. Right. And I, I think, you know, I agree with Pastor Zach when he said the problem with signs is that you can see a sign and still be really far off. <laughs> yeah. You know, because a sign is a it's a manifestation. Mm. But like what's behind the sign? Mm. That's that's the that that's that's the that's. That's the heart of it. Yeah. Because you can even think back to, I'm, this is just coming to me, but you know, when, when Moses goes to Pharaoh 
and he turns his rod into a serpent. Yep. That was a sign for Pharaoh. Yeah. But who also was able to manifest the those, magicians? The magicians. The first three. Correct. Were, yes, exactly. Correct. Yeah. So it, it, at, at the end of the day, it's the power behind the sign. It's really, oh, this is who, so good. What are you pursuing? Are you pursuing the sign? Yeah. Because we can get you a sign. We can get some wacky thing. But who are you really going after? And, and even in the heavenlies, like when, when the things start to, to transpire in the heavenlies and we can see that, well, the world is really changing. Jesus said wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and famines and signs in the sky. Well, if we're so focused on those signs, the scripture actually says that there is going to be one who will come, the Antichrist, and to even deceive, if possible, the elect. The elect. So we have to be cautious that we're not looking for signs in the heavenlies to tell us that Jesus is coming. He says, pay no attention to, he's here, he's there. Literally what it comes down to is what we've been talking about. If I have a personal relationship with Jesus, I'm gonna rest in that intimacy. Mm. That's what I want my brother and my sister, my neighbor and my friend, my spouse to have, is this personal relationship with Jesus where they're resting in the intimacy. And I don't really need, signs are great, okay, awesome. We don't really need the signs. I don't need to rely on them because I have a personal relationship with Jesus. Right, right. And and that's the thing. Signs are very, um, they're external. Um, and in a sense, they are impersonal. But, you know, the kingdom coming within us, that is personal. That's intimate. And I, I think back to Elijah, you know, after he had his showdown with the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel, you know, the, the the fire from heaven came down and engulfed the entire altar. So yeah. he saw the full, like a very powerful manifestation of God's glory. Yeah. It was a sign. And what happens after that? He is, he's depleted and he feels like he's all alone. Mm. Even after seeing all of that, he, and then he goes into the cave and then the Lord comes. And what do we read? We say yeah. the, the Lord was not in the earthquake. Yeah. The Lord was not in the wind. He, where was the Lord? The mm. Lord was in the still small voice that spoke directly to Elijah and said his name. Mm. And that's that's how God is with us. When we are pursuing him, he speaks to us personally because he wants to penetrate our very soul. Yeah. And his words, his spirit, that carries meaning. And that's something that you can't you can't let go of. And that's, you know, like when we when we Going back to the beginning when we're talking about, you know, the yielding and, and seeing God in those moments, I can't tell someone how God was there. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing. It's like that's the Holy Spirit. That's them and the Holy Spirit. You know, and they can they can convey that to me, like what the Holy Spirit shares with them. But even then, I'm not gonna fully understand because that's such a, a special it's personal special yeah. moment. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's really powerful just coming back to that intimacy. Everything really comes back to this place of intimacy. And we'd rather have this relationship and this connection than something big and grandiose. And mm. it's, it's so much more important. It's like you think about the person giving the gift. I remember when my wife gave me this amazing, amazing gift. She took me away from my 30th birthday. And it was one of the best experiences I have ever, ever had to date. And you know what touched me more than anything, more than the gift itself, was the preparation for the gift. It was the fact that I was thought of. Mm -hmm. And when we come back to like, okay, the sign was the gift. It was the thing. But really what I loved was the heart of the giver. And so it's so so much better to have that intimacy and that connection there. Right. I just thought that was really amazing. I know we're closing in on our final few minutes here. So 
take us to this awesome point about, you know, Pastor Zach kind of landing on this amazing point here about the shadow of the cross. So we don't get the crown. There's no obtaining the glory of the crown without the detaining shadow of the cross. Everything passes through the cross. Mm. And, you know, that's, that was the whole point of Jesus coming to earth was for the cross. And all of scripture points either to the cross yep. or back to the cross. Whoa. You know, that's that's the Whoa. that's the focal that's point. That's good. And we didn't do anything at the cross. He did everything at the cross. Mm. And that's where the kingdom starts. We go we go to him recognizing that we can't do this. We can't do this. And he doesn't have to perform for us. He doesn't have to perform us a sign like the Pharisees wanted. It's we're saying, No, I want you because I can't do this on my own. So good. And then we just, we give it to him yeah, because he did it all for us. You know, you're talking about yielding and hearing from God and seeing God in those places. I often hear this question and hear the heart of people. And it's like, how do I hear from God? How do I encounter God? I want to hear God the way that you hear God. And, you know, is God speaking through my voice? Is it audible? All these different things. And I just want to say, if you are struggling with that place of intimacy, life with Christ was never meant to be rote religion was never meant to be, I wake up, read my Bible, say my prayers, and head on my day. No, it meant to be intimacy with Christ in all your waking and sleeping moments, intimacy by the Holy Spirit. So mm. if you're struggling in those areas, like, listen, the Holy Spirit has been given to you as a comfort and a help. Those are the words of Jesus. So to just come to that place and say, Holy Spirit, I'm going to open this word right now. I need you to reveal the truth that's here and the intimate connection that the Father wants. And just by simply doing that, yeah. you're, you're becoming aware to his voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, what's so interesting is the passage right before the the, the passage in 17, in Luke 17, Luke 17 where, yeah. where Pastor Zach preached out of, that's the healing of the 10 lepers. Mm. So all 10 of them, all 10 of them received the sign of healing, that Jesus had the, the power to heal them. Nine of them, left and didn't come back only one came back and to him jesus says your faith has has made you whole or, or sa sa saved your soul wow you know so only one of them got the kingdom because mm. he recognized that jesus was his answer that jesus was his hope and that's what we have to do and then we just allow that to take root in our life um and then if we don't know how to how to do that on our own, well, that's why we have a community of believers. And we, we this comes back week after week after week. It really does. Because, you know, God gives us himself because yep. he is all sufficient. Yes. But, you know, we need each other yes. to help reflect Christ to each other. Absolutely. And help to help people to help, you know, our brothers and sisters to identify the lies of the enemy yeah. from the truth of the, of the Holy Spirit in their life. Yeah, we cannot do life on our own. You know, my blind spots have become far more clear to me in these recent weeks than they ever have before. I'm like, wow, I can't see this. I cannot see that in me, but it keeps coming to me. It's a blind spot. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, God gave me community to lovingly. You notice that Jesus says, first remove the log from your eye, and then you'll see clearly. It's not that you're not pointing out your neighbor's blind spot. No. It's that you've removed the malice and judgment from yourself first, and you're able to say, hey, bro, like <laughs> you can't see this, but I just want to tell you that's a blind spot right there. Let me pray with mm. you and walk this out with you. So. Wow, what a great uh, what a great message on Sunday and breaking it down. I mean, we could go on and on. This is so good. It's really, really important. Any final thoughts or practical application steps for us today? Well, I think it it, it comes back to, you know, 
am I allowing the Holy Spirit to take full root in my life? Do I want to be in God's kingdom? And how do I walk into that place of wholeness? And if I don't know, then seeking, seeking out, you know, the wisdom of, of your church, of, of the pastors and, 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 you know, Christians in your life who have walked this road, you know, as I get older, the more I, I start to not so much fall for, um, you know, earthly status, but more, wow, this person has wisdom and they know how they have a close relationship with God. And I want that same thing. And then, you know, talking to, to them about their faith mm. and, and how has God worked in their life. And then you start to, it, it, it reaffirms to you the truth of, what's, of what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. That's so awesome. That's really good, man. Well, we're going to just take a moment. We're going to pray before we close out the show. Would you pray as we Absolutely. get ready? So, Father, we come before you knowing that. Uh, we just we need you we need you to invade every part mm-hmm. of us we need you to take over every room in our house father we don't want any of the stuff that we've accumulated to keep us from you so father if it's something that that we put into us or something that someone has done to us father we surrender that yes, all to Lord. you and we just ask that you would manifest your healing presence that our lives would reflect your kingdom that your kingdom would just grow in us and that it would be unmistakable to those around us that we are different Mm. that there is something about us that even as we walk through this world um, that has so much fear and so much confusion that we have a sure hope that we have a sure uh, foundation beneath our feet and that would drive people to ask and that we can point them to you that we can point them to your cross and so father we just surrender everything and we just ask uh, that you'd give us the wisdom to know how to relate to people how to cooperate with what the holy spirit is doing in the lives of those around us um, so that when we um, come before you we will throw those crowns and and we will hear you say well done good and faithful servant and so father we surrender every moment of our days to you in jesus name amen amen Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Don't forget, I'm in. You can register at hpc.church. Service times change this upcoming weekend, 8.30 and 11 a.m. Sweet bread, sign up online. And goodbye to mustaches. Have a great night. Bye, guys.